Blog Talk Radio. F-A-T. She got her hair did? 
nah, she just no, nah, this was this what she did. She was like she uh she we was going to look at something and she was like Oh I said I said, Bay, uh if you uh if you uh chill out I, I no, I I told her something like I'm not gonna buy you no sandwich or nothing. And she was like she was like uh almost like nigga please I you know, got money. You the one ain't got no You the one ain't got no money. I was like, damn, for real? You just I said, damn. I said I said, I'm just mad cause you styling on me though. You know what I'm saying? But she she text flexed on me. I was like, damn. You know? Did that ever happen to you, Wallace? You ever got flexed on like that by wife? Not about not about no taxes. We filed a joint, bro. <laughs> so, so each is getting a percentage, but but you know mm-hmm. it's it's all good. Uh, wife wife uh, make sure um, she she take care of you though. But I um I, I just had to say this so just in case y'all y'all just in case y'all might have to hold the show. Uh, man, I'm I'm gonna try to hang in there, but man, I had some Captain J today, man, fishing that mother tearing me up today, boy. Hmm. What's happening? What your stomach was uh foul, or you just what you got the runners or something? Oh man! Oh lord! But I I, I, I know it. I know it had to be. I know it had to be something because uh because my son. My son had it, had it too, you know. Mm-hmm. So it had something. So I was like, "Man," I said, well, "Y'all both had to go at the same time." Oh Lord, man! He's just like uh, pops from Friday. Lord help me, please, please help You me. got that? You got that lemon pepper, didn't you? <laughs> yep. You're like, get out, my yeah, face. man. That that lemon pepper tastes good, man. But it, like me and White be saying, man, that shit is suspect, man. I that shit got some mad science in it, so uh, it's but no surprise, know, man. But you know what? They got some called uh, crack. It's called crack or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody was telling wow. me. Uh, at Captain J's. They said they sell it at Captain J's, but it says crack on it. You want to hear something you real crazy? No, you gotta be kidding. No, you want to hear something crazy though? What was that? Wow, this is Black History Month. The Arabs own the um Captain J's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they got some chicken called crack. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you wow. know what? You know what that reminds you of? That almost reminds you of uh the movie Black Dynamite with that malt liquor. Remember that, that Cobra malt liquor? You ever watched that Wallace, that Black Dynamite movie? I've seen a couple of them, but yeah, but go ahead. But no, 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 not the cartoon. It's the movie. But in the movie, you know, they was, you know, of course, Black Dynamite, Black Exploitation, uh, Black right. Exploitation, and so they, um, they went and they was trying to foil um, Mr. Man's plan of um, poisoning. He was uh, pushing this malt liquor called, uh, uh, oh, what was that uh, malt liquor name? I'm gonna just say uh, cobra, uh, uh, cobra, whatever, mm-hmm. and, uh, and basically uh, it was making black men sexually impotent. All my partners um, was drinking plain ass, was having crazy conversations with me. Like, can I talk to you, man? I'm like, what's up? 
Man, I can't get it up for my girl. I said, what the hell? You can't get it up for your girl. Because when we was young, you would drink just so you could do it all night. Then after a while, drunks, they couldn't have sex anymore. They they just hang out with each other. Remember, they would call liquor do it fluid. Yeah, not no more. All they do is the cats your age. Believe me, the the alcoholics your age. They don't they don't get hard no more. They don't even get hard. You know what? And 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 that's why it's 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 very important now to really uh, keep your your health right. I just I had talked to my father today, and you know because I Mm. I didn't I didn't know. You say you can't do it no more. No, no, man, be quiet. I said, uh, I said, uh, my father probably stroke more than you do. Look, uh, but uh, I was talking to him today, and I found out a little bit of my family history. And because on my on my mother's side of the family, diabetes don't don't run, or or uh, cancer don't run that much. But on my father's side, I found out. Most, mostly, mostly, uh, um, all the um, all the men, uh, prostate cancer, and uh, and it's diabetes on there, and for uh, for uh, uh satellites at LD, 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 and transgender sex changes and all that run in his <laughs> Me today, no, it's important information though, man, because I mean it's uh like in my fa- in my family, um the men are subject to dementia. It's yeah, that's my, really interesting. Yeah. My my grandma my grandma wait. Only Detroit Detroit laugh crack at Captain J's. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So What's, yeah, man, okay. you, man, we gotta pay attention to the, you know, the shows and the movies. They, they tell you what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we can't, we can't just keep dismissing it like, oh, ha ha ha. That's, you know, that's some good writing. No, But, but you, but you know what? Even, even um, with the, babe, we know we can read a book, man. Stop it. Man, you just you just silly as hell, dog. I ain't hear what he said. He talking about or you could just read a book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, no, they 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 don't really tell you, you know, in the books that you know that that's what they 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 put it mostly in the movies. Right. Oh, oh, the movies tell you what's up. You know what? That's sarcasm, boys. <laughs> Well, he's not. Yeah, he. They went over his head, but that's okay. It always usually does. Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, you gotta put it in the movie. I can get it. But look, but look. Yeah. What? What's up, Leslie? But anyway, before I start the show, I want to wish those with uh birthdays a happy birthday, and also we want to give our condolences to those that may have lost people. And uh, just just speaking on that that health thing, Wallace. On on my um, my grandmother. Who's currently suffering from dementia now? You know, it happened mm-hmm. with her. It happened with her sister. It happened with her uh, mama. 
and mm-hmm. uh, all so it runs deep on with my grandma and my grandma and, and it can start early too yeah in your thirties yes it can it can that's a i mean th- let, let me ask you a question okay go ahead like if you know you got in your forties and you got e d right erectile dysfunction and that runs in your family would you tell your sons about it like you know e d runs in the family you know you <laughs> you know you know you, you know, you know, you would, you would have to kind of like lay it out. That, that, the problem is, is that we don't, we don't pass information on. We don't, right. we don't do. You but, know. but is that something that you would tell your son? You know, how that man that talk with him, like, look, you know, he, he runs in the family. He you know looking for the joke. Let him get the joke off, and then we can move on to. No, that's no joke. That is for real. But you know what? But but you 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 love to be just so silly, retarded hypotheticals though. But but look, I, I just my thing is this: you gotta tell you gotta tell every tell your family history. You gotta pass it down. You know because I didn't know uh, eventually. Uh, you know until I asked that. Yeah, somebody. My radio, you know, I didn't know that really that uh, prostate cancer ran on my father's side. So that you know, I hate even though as much as we hate me and we just secretive with everything. You know what I'm saying? Because I asked one mm-hmm. of my uh, one of my uncles that that passed last year, a little bit after my grandfather, he had prostate cancer, and then I had asked my I had asked my father. I said. So uh, how many of your brothers got prostate cancer? Because my father got nine siblings. I said, how many mm-hmm. got uh, prostate cancer? I found out my grandfather had it, and it, and I think it was um, two two of his brothers had. If my father got it or not, I wouldn't know because he's so secretive. But you gotta go to the doctor, man. That's why those checks checkups are uh, so important. Oh yeah. A lot a lot of a lot of guys don't like that finger of the butt. Yeah. They, Telling you, and, and that's just, but when you get when you get older, you just shoot. You trying to survive. You just trying to live. Yeah, I had a friend. Um, the doctor told um, her father he had a, a pollen, you know, in there, and he didn't get it fixed, and he ended up dying like a year and a half later. And it could have been prevented. A lot of stuff that kill yeah. kill, especially black men. Yeah, uh, it could be prevented. Just by going to the doctor, black men, we don't go to the doctor, right? And we lo- and we lose those side side teeth in the bottom ones. But look, <laughs> and, and, and with you. And you one, uh, I would like to add on that prostate cancer. One thing that uh that we need to uh pay attention as men, especially if you got it in your family like that, is make sure that your digestive tract is good. You need to be making sure you having a, a bowel movement almost every meal, because uh, mm-hmm. if if you got if you got food or if you got shit sitting in your in your in your um like your uh, colon area, it it kind of inflames that whole area and it mm-hmm. does go up to your prostate, it go up to your prostate area. So right. you know, make sure that you eating foods that's gonna allow you. For your digestive tract to be clean, and you should be right. having a clean out. You know what I mean? Like every quarter. Clean, you know man. What I'm saying? Fiber. 
and make sure you drink. Uh, also, Brazil, uh, Brazil, Brazil, uh, not a day is really good for the prostate for men. So that's another thing. Yeah, you know what? Well, go ahead. We had jokes from satellite, so go ahead. For the more important jokes, that was for real. Just, just, oh, okay. just go ahead. Oh. Um, really, uh, the last, the last, I just recently had two polyps removed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so if you know, but they, they, they came back clean. Bill said nothing cancerous, but you know, they told me to come back in, in uh, uh ten years or something to get a follow up. You know, just follow up and all that stuff. But hey, well, like they said, um. Make sure you bust a nut too, though. You gotta bust a nut. Huh? You gotta bust a nut. It's important for dudes to bust nuts like regularly. Oh, that sounds crazy. It's true. That's part of the prostate. Uh, where, 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 where did you hear that from? Uh, that's called research. Do it. You can check it out. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, okay, but is it masturbate or ejaculate? However way you go, however way it need to happen. You got you can if you if you allow yourself to not. Hold on, let me Google busting nuts in cancer. <laughs> Wait a minute, Janine said diseases are not just for old people anymore. Babies are getting uh, older people illnesses. Wait a minute, and she said men got good insurance and still don't go to the doctors. Leslie said, but why do they have you guys wait 10 years, though? Sounds like a setup. Hey, yeah, that, that's crazy because, like I said, I went and I, I had that. The, the bad part about it to me was um, really drinking that uh, that stuff all night. You know, they had me drinking that stuff all night, man. I almost threw up. But I was so happy to Huh? See, that's that shit, man. I don't trust. No, I don't trust. The, I just don't trust the health system, man, at all. I think a lot of this shit, the reason why we get shit is from them. I think when you go to get these checkups, man, I, I, I don't know. I don't be trusting that. And that's what keeps black men from going to the doctors, being, you know, that uh, being afraid that somebody's going to do something to you. Yeah. Right, well, you do know what, what you do. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Before my uh, grandfather died, my um, uh, my father's father, he was he was 95 years old, and mm-hmm. they had my my dad said before he died, they had him on they had him on uh, 14 different medications. Bam! They said they had him on 14 different medications. My father, and right when my grandfather was like 93, all the way up to like 93, 92, my grandfather was still riding a bike, walking around the corner. When he when they put him on the medications, he would sleep. All he would do was sleep. And my father, against the uh, advice of his uh, sibling, took him off that medication before he died. And my grandfather went right back to wanting to walk around the block again. That's it. Yep. He went right back to one to walk. Wait a minute. You got when you got all those pills, man, you killing your liver. You killing your kidneys and your liver. Mm-hmm. Killing it. 
And usually but, that's how it happens. Like you end up your kidney shutting down and your liver shutting down. They uh Leslie said they set women's pap smears out to every five years now. When once it was annually, then three years, now five years. I don't trust the health system either. I moved to researching more holistic remedies. Yeah, yep. you know. Hey, the information is out here. You know what I mean? Like you can pretty much find anything you want. You can be your own doctor at this point. It's just if you lazy, that's it. So, are you lazy? I think I'm gonna be my own doctor. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll be a a medical cardiologist. What what you mean? You know, I I study in the case. Oh my god. (laughs) Hey, let me say this Especially with black women I say this all the time I know you've heard me say this before I know you know what I'm going to say But Never in my life have I met so many Black women with hysterectomies Mm -hmm. Why do black women Get hysterectomies Killing the wound I can tell you right now Black women get hysterectomies because black women are also one of the very few women that, or not very few, but I'll just say one one of the only women that does has so much uh, cosmetic shit done to their hair, and so and so when they do that, they are completely destroying the endocrine system, fucking up their entire all their hormones, and all that Bible. settles right in that uterus. Right in that whole area that we talked about. Um, messing, around, messing with the um, reproduction organs, right? Well, yeah. Plus, plus uh, all their sanitary stuff, like their tampons and all that, completely, like, all that shit uh, throws off their um, uh, estrogen level. That could be true. I I don't know if it's true or not, but it could be true. No, it's a fact. Go ahead and look it up. You can Google it. (laughs) Whatever Leslie said, let's let's pray for satellite, (laughs) y'all. Why you gonna pray for me? Said black black women douche and uh, chemicals deteriorate their insides. Yeah. So she on it. I I like make you get hysterectomies. I mean, because you know what, and that seemed like that's the that's the that's the first thing they they try to do with with our women is kill yeah, the reproductive yeah. system. I, I believe that too, but I also believe it's ways that you can take uh, not get your organs removed. Switch up your diet, change your diet up. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Organs. Yeah, no doubt. But you gotta, but you, but you gotta stop le- putting the poisons in your body, dude. Them relaxers, the uh, the eyelash glues, and the latex stuff that they put on their nails. All that is going settling right into the uterus, dog. All that's that's why they have so many um um what do you call it thyroid issues, moody, all that. Mhm. Yep. Yep. So, they what? Any, like any, women. It, it, they they own time. y'all. Yeah. They 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 that's that's who had a baby. Said, oh wait, satellite yeah. finally made satellite finally made a valid point. 
As long as you listening to me, you know what I'm saying. As long as you listening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I know that that's how that's how weird. If y'all would have known this guy back way back when, you would have really been thinking that he was a maniac. You probably wouldn't be listening to him now. No, I make plenty of sense. What are you talking about? Uh, I make plenty of sense. Oh, oh, we we pretty sure that we can learn a lot from from a cakeologist. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm but anyway, other guy, oh, the other guy. <laughs> you know. But anyway, man. I wanted wanted to get off into this uh, first topic. This is disturbing to me, and I think me and Wallace, we we were were talking about this last night, and that was uh, about that um, the cop that arrested the six-year-old girl, put the handcuffs on her and all that. And um, for those who didn't see this video, we're going to go into the video, and then we're going to discuss this. This video really disturbed me, especially as a parent a parent and someone who has a daughter and if you put cuffs on my kid I, I'd definitely be mad too. But uh check this video out. Yeah, I don't want to go to the police car. You don't want to? Okay, she's gonna have to come with us now. Okay, Kai. We Stand have up. to go with them, baby girl. Stand up. Okay. Come over here. It's for you. Keep your hands, okay? Come over here, honey. It's not gonna hurt. Hey, no! No, I want it so No! Yeah, I don't want to go to the police car. You don't want to? No, please. No, please. No, please. No. That's hard watching for me. Well, they they basically they practically arrested this uh, kid for basically throwing a temper tantrum. Um, said that the person, the the kid was was throwing, uh, was hitting the staff and and stuff like that. But a six year old, instead of calling the parents like you should, instead of calling the parents, they called the police on a six year old, and that's mm-hmm. the result of uh, what happened. And you know they, we see it all the time where where uh, little Billy is at school and he throw these temper tantrums and and, and Billy could do everything, pick up a, a a knife and everything, and and they just calm down, little Billy. They call Billy's parents, but um, but they choose to uh, do our kids any any way and traumatize them and and not not our kids, their kids. Cause um, if you do that to my child, you'll get a cartoon knot on your head. <laughs> I, well, well, <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. If we don't look at it community wise, community wise. If you try to uh, try to um, speak up for that child, the parent probably cuts you out. But the the thing is, change start with one person. Uh, that you change. It, 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 I just it, it, uh, send my child to start. another school. Change start with one person, and that's that's the thing. So so when we keep saying, "Not me, not mine," not that's when stuff we stop caring about each other. 
That's mm. that's the whole thing. When we start but, uh, let me tell you a story. When I was 19 years old, I was 19 years old. I was home from school. And I got a job, right? And this white woman uh, just, you know, I had made more sales than everybody that whole whole day. I was working for some bland, bland and window place or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I made more sales than anybody in the office. And the white lady um, told me, look here, I don't, you're supposed to know these windows by now. And she was just dogging me out. This, uh, she left. And this black lady told me, she said, look, let me tell you something. Don't you never in your life let another uh, white woman talk to you like that. And I always remember that. She came back and I cussed her out so bad. I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I never let nobody even talk to me ever again like that. And that's what you need to teach your kids. You know, showing your kids that um, the police have authority over you, that's crazy. Mm, mm, mm. What's your take, Wob? Hey, man. Um, it, it's amazing that... Um, they're supposed to be the cop is supposed to be a, per, a a judge on site. You know what I mean? They are deciding whether you are going to go in the system or if they just gonna just you know wave it off and have a talk to you. And it's just unfortunate that um, as black people we allow ourselves to work for this system that we know is completely against us. And we allow ourselves to be pawns in their game. And so this cop didn't even, he had the the power to actually say, ma'am, you called us for a six-year-old? That's absolutely ridiculous. He could actually, like, get into their ass about that. But he chose to follow orders. (laughs) So I think we should take... um, we should take examples like this, even in our own jobs, and realize that a lot of us are being used to to push certain agendas. And at some point, like you said, we got to take a stand. And that's where it should start at, right. at our own right. job. Right, right. That is crazy, though. Because like I said, he, he would have, because I think recently that happened where, where they called the police on um, Lil Billy. One of these little billies out here, and they and they didn't take that stance. They they were amazed that the people called the police on little billies, right. and they didn't. And they didn't what, this, this is what I don't understand. Why do people act like they're so shocked and surprised, like the police are on our side when they've never been on our side? Like watching this right. video is not shocking to me. But you know what? It, it's not. It's the thing that 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 gets me. It's not that it's shock value. The thing that gets me is like, like we I think we talked about it before. Like, why is Zimmerman still walking around this much? Stuff like that. Like, why nobody mm-hmm. is not enacting justice? Or, you know, no type of justice. And but we'll kill each, we'll kill each other. We'll turn a gun on each other. And because that's, bro, just like that little, that little boy. Uh, I mean, that went, went to jail. We learn, we learn early at an early age to respect the police. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. kill them, but respect the hell out of somebody that you 
that got authority over you. And that's another white person. Mm. Period. Yeah. What, what you, what the you programming think? is deep, bro. The programming is deep, and it's unbelievable that we still. I mean, dude, it is 2020. Ain't this crazy? Like yes, 20, yes. it's 20 years into the new century, and we, and it's it's even worse than it was in 2000. Right, right, right. Yeah. But how do you expect things to um, change when you get programmed as a kid? Now you're yeah. an adult. And the same stuff you got programmed with is, is, is inside of you. Back at you around my age. We around that age where we're that first generation getting bused to other schools. Mm, yeah. Martin Luther King got us and Malcolm X and them had got um executed eight years before we was born. Mm-hmm. And that's not too far far away. You know what I'm saying? So we was basically um, an experiment. What's going to happen? And you know, the teachers that we had are the teachers back in the 60s that grew up in the 60s and the segregation where black people wouldn't allow going to uh, uh, white restaurants, whatever. Mm-hmm. Those teachers had authority over the, the black kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like mm-hmm. I said, each, each generation, I think that's that's so much important as far as just just think about uh, the the kids that were born like in the Black Revolution, you know, like era with Black Panthers. They was raising their kids differently, and that, yeah, and they, that, they and all that, got and that, But that but that spun that spun the the like Fred Hamptons and all of that because when Fred Hampton Fred Hampton got started, he was a teenager, and but, he already knew, but. The way to kill a revolutionary person is put them on drugs. They put us, they gave us heroin and crack, and it was over with. Just the same way Holland Park, um, um, that's close to Detroit, uh, was. That was the suburbs of Detroit. They they pushed crack in that whole area. Yeah. That whole area looked like a disaster area now. Nothing but sissies. Not to talk about gay people because I don't need that alphabet boys. Uh, be right in, but that's where all the sissies and the drugs are at. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make a point. She said we're more shocked at the lack of progression at this point in time. Unity makes changes. Fear of exile or targeting keeps us from that unity. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Rule by fear. Rule ruling by fear, and that's and that's. Well, I mean. That's, like I've always said, man, we know enough and we try to convince ourselves that we need to know more, that we need to see more in order to make ourselves mad enough to do what we know we need to do. You know what I'm saying? But we know enough. We just like, we just like biding our time or something. I don't know what the hell what the issue is. Some of us are still in that we shall overcome move. Who? Oh, God. Some of us are still in there. Everybody that's in the We Shall Overcome rule, they, they got on crack already. Everybody not on crack. <laughs> Everybody not on crack. They just market, march into the crack house now. Everybody not on crack. I'm saying the people from that era. They put I, them on drugs, like the Black Panther Party. I, I'm talking that's about what happened to them. I'm, I'm talking about. 
I'm talking about Tupac Mama got on Grant. Look, I'm talking about we we uh, make up that percentage too. No, we got on forty ounces and we. No, you know what it is. You know what it is. The we shall overcome movement to me. What is people that still saying? Go out and vote and make a change. That's and, we. That's we. Are, I, we shall. What kind of cats? Um, you know the cats that's around my age. You start talking to them about voting, they'll laugh so hard. They'll just light up a blunt and say. Good. Getting out, getting out of today, man. Don't come over <laughs> here with that little, little shit. What you, what you say, Wallace? Good. What? Finally, finally, some some old programs dying off. Oh, they on that. Have you ever seen somebody on crack die off? Yeah, they lived to about eighty and ninety years old. You would die from cancer or something. That crack keep you alive. I hear you. So has voting. <laughs> voting, yeah, that that just and then because if we sit, yeah, yeah, voting is um destroying the black community. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it is. is bigger it is better. destroying the black community. I can, I can, I can tell you several ways how it is. I'm on your side, man, I'm trying to agree with you. If people uh-huh. wouldn't. Things will run smoothly in the black community. We need to stop voting, get rid of all the churches, and everything to run right in the black community, right? Yes. See, that's He's a step. In, that's a huge step in the right direction. Because that's mis. Because that, that's that's energy that can be funneled somewhere else. More yeah, correct. You stand in line and get cigarettes. You know, we feel we feel so empowered that we get to stand in line once every four years, and we feel so included and feel like we actually did our job when we only twelve percent of the population and we get nothing for it. Yay! We're so progressive. I'm talking about after you vote for the president. It's it's another uh, set of. Elections that come up two years later, and we were never involved in that bullshit. You never. Know, you know what? I'm 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 gonna say this, and this is what I what I uh, truly believe. And you can and you can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want to, but I really believe that Obama was a survey to see what uh see what we would do. And we went out of and course. we voted. We went out and we voted for him, and he disappointed us big time. He and destroyed then, the and, whole and, black and, community. And, and, I'm telling and, you. And then, and then when he, when the next nut that nut got in in here, everybody was still believing in voting. Everybody mm-hmm. still believed in voting. That was the survey. They was like, oh. We could throw anybody in here, and they gonna still go out here and and and, and do this. Here's my thing with Obama. Is that Wallace? Wallace's mother? That's, uh, she's a district um, leader. Yeah, she's a state rep. Okay. okay, those are the elections we have to be involved in. People are not involved involved in those elections. They vote for the president, and they walk away from everything. Those are the things that affect you. Your everyday life. 
I hear what you're saying, but here's the thing. The problem is that we we act like that the shit don't roll downhill. Do you really think that the president doesn't affect the state and the state doesn't affect the the uh, the, the city? It all rolls down. They everybody has marching orders. Everybody is in line. The president do not control all the um, the laws that uh, governs the area that you're in. He don't. People don't understand. The people, I don't know if people didn't go to uh, class every day, go to uh, government class every day or what. But it don't work like that. You gotta. I think while we're in school, they need to they need to uh, teach people how the voting really affects your area. People don't understand that, and the people that don't does, understand does not does not the president veto. Voting don't count. Does can't can't the president vote, uh, veto certain things that come across his uh, legislations? That does absolutely affect. So if that if if he vetoes certain things, then guess what? You're you're back at square square one. If it he is whatever. The, but what are you talking? I'm talking about? about. I'm talking about. You said that the president doesn't affect. Uh, the next level down. Absolutely, he does. If the Congress brings certain things to him and he vetoes it, then that's a that rolls downhill, bro. Everything rolls downhill from the president. Period. Everything the president and the Congress work together. That's one level. Then you got state level. They get their everything that the Congress does affects state level. And then everything that happens at state level affects city level. It's all it, it's it's all one period. You know, you know what I'm gonna do, uh, Wallace, to make it easier. I'm I'm um I'm gonna send you a uh, um this rap. It's a rap. You put in this one cat. He put it in a rap for you, so you understand exactly how it works. It don't work okay. like that, man. You, you all know. right. You know what? Well, how much have you got from uh, all your voting there, Satellite? Do you feel liberated? Or are you looking at a six-year-old being arrested? Okay, a six-year-old... Oh, silence. Silence. You voted so much. Don't you feel so empowered? I'm talking about that cat. You ain't ain't hear what I just asked or what? So wrong with the speaker? Are you there? I think... What he's saying is that things aren't put in place to even, you know, further our movement. They okay, but the judge that, that's um, that's in that district that can prosecute gotta get voted in, right? Right. You know what? My my thing is my thing is this. I didn't that, ask you a wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me let me tell you this, and and I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on my level. I hear some feedback. I'm going to put it on my level. Um, when I joined the union, I, I, I had my thing was helping people. This was my thing was helping people. And then uh, all of a sudden, feedback. Yeah, I'm hearing feedback. Um, then all okay, of a sudden, I can hang up and call back. I'm going to hang up and call back just to make sure it's not me. No, they, you, you straight now. Wait, okay. wait, no, no. I hear it now. Yeah, let me. I'll call back. Okay. 
then then all of a sudden, you know, when I joined the union and I got in there to, to try to help people, I realized that that the problem was way bigger than than I can deal with. Okay, what that got to do with we talking about? That got to do with a lot of it. Because you can go in there with an ideal, but you just a cog in a big machine. I, I, I'm just saying, what that got to do with what we talking about right now? If you if you wasn't retarded, you understand yeah. what I'm talking about. But the, the, thing, the thing is, is like I said, if you if you try to get in there and wait a minute, here we go. Hello. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Is that but, better? Yeah, that's better. But my thing okay. is, my thing is, what I'm trying to explain to satellite. Is that even with Wallace, with Wallace's mother getting it, getting her position, she got to take so many marching orders. It's bigger than her for mm-hmm. trying, trying to do something. It's bigger than her. You can go in there. Yeah. What what, what it look like? Uh, you jumping in a system that's filled filled with cancer, and you just part of the. You just one little speck of a cure. One little okay. Yeah. Okay, how many people? Um, how about we vote everybody that's on that chair? We vote in everybody that's on that chair, just like the city council. You vote everybody into that chair. So they, the decisions that they make, they like. Oh, you know what? I can't. I can't agree with that. Vote with that. Um, with that um, situation because they might not reelect me. Reelect uh, reelect me next um, election. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever have you ever been to a city council meeting? Yeah. Okay. You, so you know what I mean. Detroit is set up with a whole bunch of black folks that's not qualified to be in those um, positions. That's why so so much um, bickering and fighting. You, and you, but you know what? That go to that go to show you the heart of it. Mm-hmm. Even if. And, and the problems is not just a white problem; it's a black problem too. Because no. we got we look at our city co- council, you know, they're it's a predominantly black council, but they still making white supremacy moves. Because, bruh, are people are voting those people into power? Get them all out of there. But you got to show up at the, to the polls to do that. The people but, that do vote are the people that really don't live in Detroit. They control what's go go that goes on with the Detroiters. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna let Wallace. See, you're making all the points for us. You making <laughs> all the points for us. Yep. Don't vote. You, you know. You're not I even sure. For, there's two vote. things here. You're not even vote, sure that vote, your, your vote actually. The black You're not even actually sure that your vote is actually counting, and and well, when it does, if it does count, you're not getting anything for it. Uh, it's dude, I, it's it's pretty obvious. But you know, if you if you it, sometimes I think it's I think it's moral victories is what black people like. It's, it's that moral victory. You want to feel like we are part of something, and. And the, the whole point is that we we always bring up this, well, our ancestors died for the right to da-da-da-da-da. Well, guess what? That's the point. They died for the right. And so we want to just 
can die? Is that what it, we looking for? The whole no, point I, is I, to actually like progress. They, 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 they died so we wouldn't have to die trying to trying to get progress. They did the, the hard work already. They proved the point already that it doesn't work. But you want to continue yeah, proving that it doesn't work? They talk about the problems that we do have. So come up with a solution. I'm talking about my way might be dumb as hell. It might not even make any sense. So come up with what's the solution? What, what would you have us do? Nothing De- at all? Destroy the current system. I didn't say, I didn't say not do nothing. That, see, that's the problem. We think that just because you, you think that voting is all you can do. <laughs> I'm asking you. I'm asking you. What should we do? I can tell you right now one thing that would, that would tremendously improve the black community. If every person grew one crop, and, and one crop, just grew one crop in their backyard, and they exchange crops between each other, neighbors, that's free food. Okay, how about you go out and tell people what you know? Would you dedicate yourself to do that? You don't even want to listen. You think I want to face 100 niggas talking about, oh, we should go vote? You ain't even listening. You don't even want to hear it. So, come on now. If I heard niggas, I didn't even want to listen to you no more. Well, there you go. See, you you paying, that's the point. You paying attention to the wrong shit. That's, that's where we at. You more offended by you are more offended by the word nigga than not actually Sometimes you could say things. I'm talking about what you saying could be the most righteous thing in the world. It could be the right thing. You know what I'm saying? But when you start saying stuff like, "Oh, you in your four? Are you in your forties? Or are you forty yet, uh, Wallace?" Yeah, I'm forty three. You forty three years old. And you saying niggas? We don't talk like that no more. Not the cat. Uh, I know my history, bro. I, you don't know your history. I know my history. Do you know where the word nigga came from? It don't matter where it comes from. It's the oh, way there you go. A certain kind of way. You're not even qualified to talk on the subject. I ain't, I ain't even qualified. All right. No, you're not. Okay. So break break it down. Give me give us a history lesson, Wallace. The word the, the word naga. First of all, we we actually invented all writing and all language. So that came from us. They distorted the word nigga, which was once naga, which actually means king. So you don't even know what you're calling yourself. But that's for another day. Because because I, I remember. So it's the the, the mispronunciation because. Um, I was listening to this uh, this uh, old pastor. If you go on YouTube and you look up um, Stephen Darby, and he was breaking down the history. There was actually something on the map long ago in biblical times that was called Nigger Town, and we were mm-hmm. we were actually we were actually called like Wallace said, but some of us pronounce it different. We was actually called that. Because that's where we were from, and so he, yeah. he 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 broke all these terms down. But like you said, we got uh, people that distorted our history, and so that's it. they've been distorting our history. They've been yeah. doing that. That's what they do. 
They, these are people hey, we dealing with. They destroy our history. What'd you say? Uh, Wallace, have you ever had a white person call you a nigger before? Oh, yeah. How did yep. it make you feel? I laughed at her. I laughed at her. It was funny, too. Yeah. I laughed at her. That's, that's, that's some hurtful shit. See, here's. Here's the situation. We have to, we have to, they use certain things because they know it's going to trigger something emotionally within us. But here's the thing. They only, it only gets them off because you don't get emotionally charged about it. If you gave them nothing, they shrivel up and die. But you keep giving them something. You keep getting emotional about it. You keep letting them know that you care what they think of you. So you become their pet. That's the science behind that. See, we got to get psychologically stronger. We got to. We can't be so weak. And and every time they say something to us, I'm mad. I'm mad as hell. I'm gonna beat them up. They're children. And when you start looking at them like children, hello. Go ahead. What's up, Sally? You gotta accept it. You know, it's it's okay for a white person to walk up to you and say, what's up, my nigga? Or to say, um, call you a nigga and rap to whatever the hell. See, I've been around um, real segregation and, and white people is calling you a nigger. And when you mm-hmm. don't know black white people are scary. No, when they, when, they, when, they, when you the, the true minority and it's a lot of them, oh, no, you a nigger. And you are you a fear of, for your life. That's what's wrong. Been there and done that, bro. I lived with white people in Central Michigan for three years, bro. I know what it's. I know what it is. Ninety-five percent white. So, but anyway, I don't don't know about you, but can't no uh, white uh, white person walk up to me and call me no nigger, and I'm all right. Like I'm not gonna get emotionally. I'm involved in this and be upset about it. It's just a word. No, it's a word, but you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna respect me as a man. Period. But but you but you know but you know what's what's happening when we when we fall prey to getting emotionally charged about the word about that word is that they got the law on them on their side. Yeah, I know. This is called chess, not checkers. You call you if you have enough nerve, walk up to me and call me a nigga. No, you can't go. You can't. Can't no white boy walk up to me and call me a nigga. And and, uh, and I'm gonna say, oh, it's cool. It's, they got the law behind them. I ain't cut like that. So what? What is your solution? So, so what you, in that situation? What are you doing, satellite? You sitting there with a group of white people, and you and they one call you a nigga. What you gonna do? What you uh, do? If, if I'm up or what can I do? And I've been in that situation where. Okay, so what you, what you gonna do now? I don't know how old you are, but you forty plus years old. Do. Somebody walk up to you and say, "Hey, nigga, what you gonna do? You gonna hit him in the face? Walk up to me, I'm gonna punch him in his Adam's apple and stomp him." Okay. How about that? All right. And then, you, and then he Please. he accomplished getting you a lot arrested. Oh, he yeah. he won. Yeah, he accomplished it. Oh, it's cool. But guess what? Yeah, never had a nerve to do that bull crap again. But but it's another you one. You showed of them. him. <laughs> it's another one. 
It's another one waiting to call you a nigga. They gonna call you a nigga, a nigga while they putting you in the handcuffs, taking you to jail. <laughs> that, that's the that's the whole thing. Uh, let me ask you something, uh-huh. You with your son, right? Mm-hmm. And you stand in the line. The white man walks in front of you and say, "Hey, nigga, get to the back of the line." And your son looking at you like, "Dad, are you gonna let him talk to you like that? What you gonna do?" Let me let me tell you this. First off, uh, I think we had a, a old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. One thing I'm going to teach my son is that is that this. I'm not going to teach him to to meet ignorance with ignorance. That's, that's one thing I'm not going to teach him to do. One thing I'm going to teach him, I'm going to be like, you know, son, you're going to have ignorant people like this that's going to all through your life, all of your walk right. around. You go, you go, Shut you go, the you fuck go, up, no. you little monkey! But, but, you sit back but, but of you, the line. See, you not, you not even, you, you just go joking. Not even let me you get, get this off. But listen, I don't give a damn what he say. He can call me all he want to. The difference is, if he put his hands on me, that's a that's whole other story. But that's if he a just, whole nother ballpark. If, if he if he's spatting off words, I'm be like, okay. If he called me in, okay, okay. Good. He uh, called you a little monkey nigger and okay. stepped in front of okay. you, okay, and told you to get back in the line. Okay. What you gonna do? Okay, okay. What but, you gonna do? What? Be a kid and just go back with him, cave dweller, even monkey, quake cave dweller. Then what that accomplished? We trying I'm to get I'm asking you what you what would you? I'm, do? I'm telling you, nothing. What you? Nothing. Hey son, you just I'm nothing. teaching you how to be a real man and a real punk. Yeah, okay. All right, mm-hmm. just just put your, just put your hands on me and find out what I'm really about. Yeah, you can talk. That's it. That's just that's just it. So there's it, nothing really even to discuss at this point. If he put his hands on me like get your nigga, that, then that's a that's a whole different different outcome. Hold if it. they can get you off your square, they own you. Period. That's how that works. That's that's psychology 101. And that's a lot of times all they want to do. A lot of times a white cop, a lot of times white cops try to get you riled up by saying little smart little shit. And and that's how they get to arrest you because you're going to get loud. You're going to start cussing. You're going to start whatever. And that's that's what a lot of white people do out here in the streets when he starts slinging little racial slurs and so you got to be you got to be mentally tough this is beyond physical this is beyond emotional this is about being mentally tough and when you once you know your history it's like your children you should be you should be looking at these people that those type of people like your children argue with a child but if you feel like he's your equal, then of, oh, of course you're gonna get mental. You're gonna get all emotionally riled up. So it's how how much do you value yourself? That's really what it's about. Right. And what do hey, you think you are? You think you're a nigger? Are you a little nigger there? <laughs> you know. What I'm <laughs> well, let's go. To, let's go into our, our our topic for today, y'all. Our topic for today. Recognizing friends, foes, and associates. In order to build relationships, we first we first know what we 
must first know what we want out of it. I keep hearing that background again. Want out of it. That means we must define our relationship. What is it? What is it based on? Is it a term relationship? Is it a working relationship? Is it a personal one? In simple terms, what is that person to you? This has to be established so there would be no miscommunications going forth. So, we have to recognize if a person is a friend, foe, or associate. Um, what do y'all what do y'all think on that? I'll let Satellite go first. Yeah, if I didn't grow up with you, guess what? Nine times out of ten, you're not a um, friend. You you think time time um really I, I thought time has something to do with trust. A lot of people mm. are out here. They, they call themselves your friend, but you you know what? I I, I get so, so in most cases you find yourself being treated better by someone you didn't even know long than the than the person that that you known all your life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I and I've been in I've been in cases where I I don't I let's say I don't have my my car stall out on me and. And I wanted, and I called some people that I knew, and they didn't come help me out worth the damn. But a person off the street came out of nowhere and just. Where was you at? I, I, I got you, but I'm just going. <laughs> it don't matter where the hell I was at. <laughs> you always try to make a joke. I'm gonna have a, a big one waiting on you. So it, I mean, so it really, can, uh, a stranger can do a nice gesture, and doesn't necessarily mean they're they're your absolute friend. They could be just doing it for their own, you know, feel good purposes. <laughs> but you know what? But I'm just saying, friendships can spawn out of the weirdest situations. You know what I'm saying? They can, they can, they can happen. Happen at any any time, but like you said, it does take time to build and and uh you know to be with that person because sometimes a lot of people that we call our friends are just associates. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of them, and mm-hmm. then like you said, it, it, you you gotta you gotta look at motives and 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 just you know just things that people do. You know you you get that all the time. You know somebody uh may do things out of a guilt trip and not necessarily because mm-hmm. they actually care about you. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, may, they may be guilt tripping somewhere or, or trying to get something out of you. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's a lot behind that. But you, you, There's you know, a lot behind that. Because a lot, a lot of times, like, like I said, we, we're quick to I know some people don't like labels, but we quick to label somebody as something without merit, without, you know what I'm saying? Without even researching mm-hmm. and just do that. We quick to just throw that title. Oh, this is my friend. This, and, I, and I used to do that early in my life. And then when I realized, when I realized I really don't got, I really don't have, I got a small circle. That's mm-hmm. a I have a very small circle. You created your circle, right? And that's what friends are about, the people that you bring into your life that you know you can trust. 
Yeah. You have a circle of people that don't give a damn about you, but it's a circle that you created yourself. What you got, Wally? I just say, yeah. I mean, it's it's levels, man. I mean, you can um, it's a it's definitely about trust. It's about supporting one another. It's about um, you know, being able to be transparent around someone, be, being able to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Not being uh, judged or whatever, and them fully accepting you. That's a real friend. Uh, yeah. Associates can associates count for like. 80% of everybody else, you know what I mean? And of course, right. foes, that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother thing. But friends and associates usually are the ones that get like twisted up, you know. We got right. a whole bunch of associates, but your true friends, they, they you know, they're not, they not hating on you. They, you know, and they accept you and you can trust them and they can trust you. And then usually that's like one or two or three people in your life, probably. Do you think you can mistake a foe? Mm. Wow. Uh that's a really good foe then. <laughs> you you know what I I'm just saying because sometimes sometimes when when people they they try to give you constructive criticism, you might take it for hate mm. and you might, you might think they they're being a foe. But it depends on if you respect how you respect that person that's giving you that advice or that uh, um, that um, criticism situation. Because if you don't right. respect, I can't respect what you're trying to tell me. So you might as well just shut up. I don't want to hear that shit. And yeah. I think a lot of people they they started off with what you thinking that they're your friend, and then you say that's not my friend, that's an associate. Mm-hmm. I just know you. But they they start off with you thinking that that's one of your friends. And that comes with time will tell. Like when you really need them, their support or anything, they're not there for you. And then they quickly turn into an associate. I know you. That don't mean you're my friend. Well, here, here's you another thing with that. Yeah. yeah. I think here, another thing with that is like, just because somebody can't be there for you every time you yeah, yeah. Back, you send out the Batman signal, that doesn't necessarily mean they're not your friend. They might be going through their own thing. And so I think yeah. we got to be careful to not just label somebody a friend just because, you know, they probably don't even know their own boundaries. Some Some people can't literally can't say no. Right. And some people right. actually take it and some people actually take advantage of that. You know what I mean? So it's 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 one of those things you kinda know in your heart. You know what I mean? You know somebody's really your friend and uh is really there for you. And but some you know, sometimes we can we can sling we can have our off days and, and say the wrong things and we are actually friends with a person. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's we it, it's it's micro micro uh personalities going on between, in relationships. You you know what it, it and like you said it's because it's it's hard because we can't truly look at the heart. And and um the thing is is that uh wait it was a story in it was a story in the Bible where where this where it, it came down to giving. 
and a and a guy came and he gave he gave all his he gave a whole bunch of money, but his motive was to let people see him giving the money. He wanted to look like Bingo. a big shot. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then you had the poor man. He only had one pence, one little coin, and that mm-hmm. was his last. And he gave his mm-hmm. last offering was more acceptable to God than the man that gave all the money to be seen. And that's what you deal with, with because we don't know people's true motives, but we, but we pretty much know right now, especially over time dealing with certain people, we pretty much know who who really is our friends and who, you know, and like Wallace said, I don't I don't try to uh get in the the mode of judging people that don't come through me for me through for me every time I need them. Right. You know what I mean? because sometimes you just don't have a, I I'll be I would like to be able to do for all my friends. Sometimes I don't have it. So I don't want right. to be looking at me like, you know, like, damn. But, but you know what's free? Support. I, I'm saying just like all the friends that you have, you might say, look, I do a, a broadcasting show. Tune in, listen to the show, or subscribe. I'll let you know. Yeah. These are the friends that you support, but they won't support you. That's that's them right. letting you know how they feel about you. You see yep. what I'm saying? And that and that gets to that have to do with time. Yeah. You yep. know, and time you will see who really gives a f about you. It don't it don't take money to show somebody that you care about them. Right. Right. Yeah. That those are the golden things when you when you got your show going and and you trying to expand outside of something that they themselves are not trying to reach, then you right. really find out, you know what right. I mean, who your real friends because a lot of people don't want to see you do something new or different or, you know what I mean, or get out the hood or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, if it's some, you know, they might not, let's just say that they don't necessarily like the show, but at least mm-hmm. they gave it a couple listens and it's okay mm. if they don't like the show or whatever, but at least they gave it a listen and can give you some constructive criticism or just say, hey, man, you know, keep working at it or whatever. You right, know what I mean? Right. That's important. Very important. Right, right. You you, you you said it best. You said it best right there. And I, th- I think because um, my, my cousin, my cousin that used to call it to the show, she said it best. She said, you know, we got a ton of family, and it's it's a shame that not all of them even, you know, uh, I know some cousins of mine that d- never dropped in and listened to the show, and even even yeah. even cousins when 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 I'm trying to you know build on the legacy of my grandfather at the church, never showed support, never. But you know, I, I don't hold it. I don't hold things against people because I can't let what other people do affect what I'm trying to get. What I'm trying to you, do. You're a good Christian because I, I hold grudges. <laughs> mm. I, I just call myself a believer. 
I'm a believer too. I believe that I hold grudges. <laughs> okay, so satellite. I'm I'm curious when you say you hold grudges because I, I I get what you mean by that. Like, are you angry about it, or are you just like, okay, I just know no, who you I mean, are. I, I just do you the same way you do me. How about that? Yeah. You don't support me. Yeah. Support you for nothing. I don't believe in turning the other cheek and let you hit in the other one, the other side. <laughs> right. You see, my thing is, is that holding is that holding a grudge though? See, that's reci- that's reciprocity. That's just reciprocating the energy back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't never heard that word before. Reciprocity. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> now you learn something. <laughs> What's I love the fat cat show. We learn stuff. <laughs> oh my god, man! Y'all are so silly, man. But, but like I said, that it is it, 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 labeling can be dangerous. It can, yeah. It can be very, very dangerous. Why you say that? Somebody can walk up to a white man and call you a nigger. That's stop saying that can be dangerous. It, it, Turn up the cheek. You know what? <laughs> Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You turn the other cheek and men go. That's what you do. But look. <laughs> but look. Um, there there was a, a, a story where, remember, they said uh, it was a woman and she was walking the street and she found a wounded snake. And she picked the snake up and she took the snake home and she nursed it back to health and when the snake got healthy the snake bit her and mm. and, she, and she told the snake she said why did you bite me and the snake said you knew I was the snake when you took me in mm-hmm. so you have to, so you have to be careful you you know I'll be feeling when you you hear them little fables I'll be feeling like you gonna ask me for a tad or something <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, just just them kids that that was just that, that got high and watched reading rainbow. <laughs> just yeah. <watched> them. <laughs> old lead paint again. The old lead paint again. Oh, oh, Unless I know you paint made chips. a couple of chips. <laughs> <laughs> old lead paint chips. <laughs> Filling off the wall. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I do, I do this go, go further though. But uh, you, you, because you know what, I know a, I know a person right now that's in my life, and they, and they was like, they'll be like, uh, oh, you, they call me their best friend. They be like, oh, you my best friend. And this, this, and this, and that. My thing is this. Um, Don't you smoke crack? Stop it, dog. Why are you stuck on crack? Why you crack on you it? They always say you're my best friend. <laughs> you're my best friend. Can I get best you there? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but, but, but this, this so-called being best friend, I'm gonna I'm tell it, but I, you know what? Skip it. I don't give a damn either. But this 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 friend who I, who I ain't gonna say their name Rico 
He said, Do he smoke crack? He said, man, stop. He said, he said that I'm his best friend, but the dude didn't even know, knows my grandfather and everything. Didn't show up to nothing. The way, the way, the way, the, the, the funeral, the nothing, not even a phone call, not nothing. Mm. So have you talked to him since then? Yeah, I talked to him. I let him know. I was like, you know, you and he know my grandfather. What did he say when no. you? So what did you say to what did you say to him and how did he take it? I said, I said, dude, I said, dude, I, I'm not your, I'm not your friend, dude. You, you know, you don't, you don't do nobody like that, dog. You said that? Yeah, you know because I was, you know, I, I was with him when his father died. You know. How old is he? Why are you asking all these doggone questions, though? No, I don't even know how old he is. No, no, because... A younger cat, older cat, what? I hear a punchline coming. No, I don't even know. No, it it ain't important. Rico is just Rico. You know, but... Is he an older cat, though? He our age. He old enough to know better. He smoked crack. There you go. There you go. (laughs) But you know, just say they, yes, and then you'll be able to move on. <laughs> you know, but you know, and and that's the I know he smoked crack. And that's the thing that that because that really that really pissed me off because I I know personally like like I knew I knew Wallace I knew you was gonna show up, but it was people that that I didn't even consider my friends. You know, I considered them associates that showed up. That, that really kind of like surprised me, and that let you know yeah. just how how you are in some most people' lives. You know what I'm saying? Because I it was people that showed up. I was so surprised that. that, yeah. that so what did, he, what did he end up saying though? What was what did he say in response to what you said? My bad, dog. You know, I was at the crack house, <laughs> <laughs> like David Ruffin. My bad, dog. I um, you know. I just forgot. I just, you know, this and that's a crackhead. This and this and that. Then I was like, you. I, I, matter of fact, I called him a, a couple of days, uh, like after my grandfather died, and I told him, I said, "Man, my my grandfather, my grandfather passed." Dude, he said, "Oh, granddad passed." Oh man, he said, "I said the funeral. I said the wait is gonna be at the church." The funeral going to be over. Matter of fact, the funeral was right right by him. Hey, Walker, shit you. I hear that. Oh, is it me? The fi- yeah. The feedback. Okay. Yeah, the feedback. Um, so, but anyway, so it just turned out, it turned out that way. And, and you know what? But the thing is, you, you know what made me just say skip it? Because I know where to keep him. I know where what he was all about in the first place, so I couldn't get mad, you know, personally. So you you did you uh, consider him a friend? I, I considered him a, a friend. We was we we been, we've been friends since first grade. You know you um um I'm trying not to say your last name, but you you from a long line of friends. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> I, you know what? You you just you just when he when he make a statement, you just got a brace for because you don't even know where it where it's going. It was some slaves in the cotton field. It was like, hey, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Mm, mm, mm. You know what? I, I know. I know. How about start start really doing you? You like that that little uh, kid with a learning disability? You just gotta you just gotta keep encouraging them. Come on, satellite. Come right. On. You're doing you you're real good. Give them a hand, guys. <laughs> But you're doing you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. They want to sound like a background shooby shooby dude. Here we go. Here we go. Did I call back or something? Is it that bad? No, no, no. He talking about you. He talking about you. <laughs> um, okay. So. So, but anyway, man, I, I just, I really, I really, really think, like I said, that the dangerous label. So I don't try to, I really don't try to, you label know. Label people. What? <laughs> you say you don't try to label people, right? I'm trying yeah. to help you out. Yeah, I really don't try to label every, people. I think every, every individual that's in your life, they should be judged individually. And everybody have a certain level of which, you know. They have access to my life or, or and or your life. You know, that's usually right. how I work. And so I think you understand, you know, how reliable uh, you know, Rico yeah. is and you you probably didn't you probably wasn't shocked, you know what I mean? If it, you I know, was, you probably was. was hurt because, you know. Yeah. Go ahead. You're like Rico, yeah, he probably got caught up at the crack house. There you go, man. But I mean but, you knew but, what, you know what it is, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, kinda yeah. like yeah, because like I said, because Rico don't even sound like he had all his teeth. <laughs> there you go, man. I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that um, when when you know what a person you could because a person will show you their 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 worth over time in your life. It, it's almost it's like a, having a bag walking to one of your cousin's house that got roaches. You wouldn't just lay your bag down, right? <laughs> Right. Whoa. That's why true. Would you, why would you even bring a bag to the house of roaches? Right. I'm like, you know, you just, man, you just come up with some, I don't know where you come with these scenarios from, though. No, I'm just saying, um, don't bring people into your life. And don't be shocked and surprised by their actions. You know what I'm saying? You Because if that's one of your friends, you shouldn't. I'm talking about you being shocked that they didn't show up. Is they their problem or your problem? Because you should have known how they was before they even happened. Right. So you shouldn't even be shocked. But but but, but, you, but you know what? But you know what? Grief, grief will push you to another level. You don't think straight when you grieve. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then when you still in your your grief, because I'm gonna tell you. Uh, a lot of things during that time I didn't even recognize until later. I didn't even I couldn't even tell you at first who was there, you know, until I really 
had a chance to think over the funeral. You know what I'm saying? But it's still, but but you know, it's certain people in your life that you that you would recognize that's that's important to you. Like I knew Wallace and his wife showed up. I knew, you know what I'm saying? And it's just certain people that you know that you recognize. And then, of course, it's the people that scatter. I was so to tell you the truth. I was I was surprised that my that my dad even came to the, you know came there because my dad is like a, a what they call him a recluse and he popped up there. Mm-hmm. You were surprised that your dad showed up, but you was also surprised Rico didn't show up. How's that? You know, simply because my thing is this: sometimes you hold people. You hold people at face value, you know. Like, like I, I come from the the time if somebody tell you that they're gonna be some somewhere for you, or or do something, then they do it. I know some people, but but knowing Rico, I know he done failed me so many times. Right, but, right. Yeah, there you go, right I, there. I know he done failed me I so many. No, nah, I'm just gonna say I'm just I'm side one satellite on this one, man. Like you, you know, you got you can't allow yourself to be offended, especially if you know what the snake is, man. It is what it is, and so uh, I I just think yeah, you your your grandfather meant a lot to you. You were emotional at the moment, and yeah. I think you 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 thought that you know you've known this person for so long, and I know he gonna be there. But yeah. I mean, you know that person for so long, you know what I mean. So right. you should right. not be surprised. Right, right, and and that's why I didn't, I didn't per se take it to heart. But I just let them know that that what you say that I am to you, you're not. You oh, right. right. And I, and I, so I just let them know. Do, do you think he cared about what you said? I don't give a damn if he didn't. But that's just me defining what we are. You know, I'm just letting them know that hey, that that's not the case. He could could be. Yeah, but but you know what? But you know what? Sometimes sometimes things things uh, when you say them, they bring because they said it's power in the tongue. When you you say them and you and you proclaim them and you profess, you put it in the universe. I bet you. I, I bet you. I bet you cried. Man, I'm sorry, man. I bet they come. That's what I'm crackheads is. They can crack the drop of a dime, baby. Oh, not a Oh boy. But let me let me tell you this. Everybody is not on crack. Everybody is not from Highland Park. <laughs> all of that. It's some, it's some good deal. And all East Siders don't have roaches. What? You gotta be kidding me. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. Uh, big up to my to my boy Wallace, Big Third, and uh, Satellite, y'all. And um, just thank you for um, making us part of your day. Um, I see you, mother. Night, uh, night, night. Yeah. Well, you know, day, whatever, night, whatever. You labeling stuff again? There you go. I'm a laborer. You know. <laughs> okay. You well, whatever. That white man call you a nigger. Hey. <laughs> if, 
Yeah, what you want to do? You call me a nigga. Come on, come on. I'm gonna you don't do you nothing. I'm gonna you punch just you in the face. That I showed him G Wally. I'm gonna punch you in the. You know what that the thing is? Is that you punch that you punch that person that racist white person in the face, and they put you in the in jail, and you in there with the Aryan Brotherhood. That, Aryan Brotherhood, man. Aryan Brotherhood that's bending you over, busting you out, still calling you a dick. Damn, all of that. Huh? All of that. So, Just for me, yeah. uh, trying to speak up for myself, keep your mouth shut, or the Aryan Nation might fuck you. You know what? It, 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 something, some things don't even deserve a response. Oh, okay. Some things. Don't I would just say it's chess, not checkers. Just be on your chess game. Don't even play that checker game at all. You come from a long line of friends. You come from a long line of fashion. So just just leave me Dang. alone. I'm <laughs> that was harsh. Hey, hey, because I thought you could leave me alone. Uh, but anyway, that was harsh. I know that was harsh, wasn't it? I think I. <laughs> I think I will apologize. Yeah, that pretty tough. Yeah, that uh, was really good. Someone being a good friend, friend. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you cared, but anyway, <laughs> thank everybody for uh, tuning in, and y'all, we up out of here. Peace. Stay safe. We go. Peace.